You are listening to She Speaks by the Great Canadian Woman. The great Canadian woman makes waves, she moves mountains, and she blazes trails. This podcast is a compilation of inspirational Canadian women sharing their message, their insight, their experience, and their expertise. and compassion, strength and softness, pride and humility, independence and connectedness. The great Canadian woman unites us by both our similarities and our differences, and this is where we listen, learn, connect and grow. You can learn more about our publishing opportunities, events and how to be a contributor on the She Speaks podcast or blog by visiting www.thegreatcanadianwoman.ca. what you want. In love and life, I'm learning that you get what you have the courage to ask for. Okay, so let's start start at the beginning. Where did I get this idea from? How did I come to this conclusion? One thing I like to do is pay attention to the meta-narratives of my life. Pay attention to the, the grand stories that my life seems to be telling me and the lessons that my life seems to be showing me. And one of the big lessons in my life that I think my life is showing me, at least in 2020, is that I need to dream big and, and ask big and not ask small. And you get what you have the courage to ask for. You get what you have the courage to, to think of and you get what you have the courage to, to dream of. In this year alone, um, during the pandemic, I had an article that was published in the New York Times Modern Love column, which was a big goal of mine. I was featured in a, uh, an article for Shape Magazine, which was not a goal of mine, but was still really cool. And I was to top it all off, following being featured in Shape Magazine, I was featured on the Today Show, the third hour Today Show, like the Al Roker Today Show, um, which was also not one of my goals and certainly not had been, never had been preconceived, but happened. And when I was thinking and you know, kind of reflecting on these great opportunities and these great accomplishments and things that happened this year, I couldn't help but think that a lot of them, save for the last two, save for the Shape Magazine and the Today Show, a lot of them were, well, a lot, one of them (laughs) was on my vision board. On my vision board uh, a year or so ago, one of the goals I had was to have something that I have written be published in the Modern Love column of the New York Times because I absolutely love that column. And as I look at my vision board, um, 
I also noticed that a lot of things, pandemic or not, have started to occur, have started to be, you know, become manifest, be manifested in my life. Um, things that I never thought would be manifested. Like I put online personal training on my vision board and now I'm training people online. At the time when I put it there, I mean, I had no no preconceived notion on how that was going to happen. How is online virtual fitness going to happen? It was for me something that I thought would be cool to do so I could be location independent and I could work anywhere and I could be like in Jamaica, but training people anywhere in the world. And like, be in the sunlight all day. It sounded great. And so that happened. <laughs> that actually happened, as you all know, it, it still is happening in 2020. I had, you know, cutouts and pictures of people that I had hoped to work with and places I wanted to work and they, and they happened. Um, and so now I'm starting to think, huh, not only is there something to vision boards, but perhaps I truly can have everything that I want to have. And that for me, I don't know about you, but that's an earth shattering revelation for a lot of us, for a lot of people. And I think especially for women, for whatever reason, we're kind of not told or we're, we're, we're taught not to necessarily believe that we could have it all. Right. So we're, we're told that, you know, you can have it all, but maybe not all at the same time. Or you can't have it all. Something has to give, something has to be sacrificed. Or, you know, you have to think within the realm of what is possible. We know that we tell you to shoot for the stars and, and shoot for the limit, but you know what? Still be reasonable, still be realistic, still be rational, and kind of curtail your dreams and desires to what is reasonable and possible. That's what we're told. Um, I think about it in terms of dating, right? In dating, we're told to be reasonable when it comes to our list. We're told that, you know, if you have on your list, you want somebody who is tall and six foot one and rich and has no kids and good credit, you're told to be realistic and you're told that's not possible or you might have to compromise on some areas. And so I think for a lot of people and why I mentioned single women in particular, you kind of learn to to lower your expectations, to be a little bit more circumspect in terms of what you expect out of dating, what you expect out of a future partner. And I I mean, I, I, there is some wisdom in like being reasonable um, in the sense that, you know, how how reasonable or how how logical might it be to have somebody who has every single thing on your list to down to a specificity, like no missing toenail and perfect teeth. You know, there comes a point where you have to ask yourself if every single item is actually important for you to be happy. So I totally get that. But as I see my vision boards, plural, come to fruition, and as I see everything become manifest, it's starting to make me realize that, huh, maybe I can actually have what I want. Maybe I ought to actually think bigger and actually ask for what it is I want. Not ask for what I'm told that I should have. Not ask for what I'm told I should expect. Not ask for what is reasonable, but ask for what exactly it is I want. Here's another example. I think about my Ottawa apartment. When I was moving from Montreal to Ottawa to complete my articles, so sidebar, articling is something that the 
jurisdiction of Ontario has imposed on its future lawyers to, to complete its licensing process. So it's basically an internship. And I got that my internship in Ottawa. So I had to, I was living in Montreal at the time. So I had to move from Montreal, my nice cozy apartment in downtown Montreal to Ottawa. And I didn't know Ottawa. I didn't know where I was going to live in Ottawa. Um, but and I, I loved my apartment in Montreal so much that it was really, it really was a big thing for me to move again because I was comfortable. I'm not trying to rock the boat. I like my comfort zone. So, you know, kind of as a fluke, I made a list. I made a list of all the things I would want ideally in an apartment. Um, you know, whether or not I wanted a balcony, um, how high I wanted to be in the building. Um, whether it's downtown or not, what amenities were around, grocery stores, etc. I don't have a car. So, you know, being centrally located is important to me and being able to, to walk to most of my destinations to complete my errands is important to me. And I created this list and as many things, ha- you know, as what typically happens with stuff in my life, I lost the list. I misplaced it, didn't know where it was. Um, and months passed and I eventually had to go to Ottawa to find an apartment and I went with my father and we looked and we looked and we looked at so many different places that I had seen on Kijiji or Craigslist or or Facebook and none of them really resonated with me or it was way out of my budget or it just wasn't like compared to what I had in Montreal it just wasn't (laughs) wasn't what I wanted and one might feel inclined to like kind of settle, but I'm not about settling in my life. I want what I want. So we were walking and we got to the end of the street, end of the road. And my father's like, you know, go, go check in that one. It was the last one to check in because it was starting to rain. My father, you know, he has an ankle, um, his ankle, ankle bothers him. He had a pre-existing um you know, injury from when he was younger. So when the rain acts up, it starts to bother him. So we couldn't do any more walking, even if we wanted to, even if I didn't find the apartment I wanted to. And anyways, as luck would have it, as chance would have it, I walked into that apartment and and that apartment building and was shown the unit and the unit resonated with me. The unit was like, yes, this is where I want to be. Now, I again, I totally had forgotten that I even had a list or anything. But, you know, a few months later, after I finally unpacked, and unpacking has a way of helping you find things. Sometimes you lose things in unpacking, but having a a way of helping you find things. And I unpacked everything and I found my list. And I don't think it's any coincidence that everything I had on my list was what I had in my apartment. I even had things so detailed as like, I don't want to have to go up steps to get to my front door because I hate, you know, carrying groceries up, you know, step. I don't know if you've seen the steps in, Mo- in Montreal in front of those apartments, but they could be slippery in the winter. That's not, you know, that's not the will of the Lord for my life. I, that's not what I want. But even down to small details, like no steps in front of the front door, um, being centrally located, being, you know, not being on like the 16th floor but being like on the fourth floor, you know, closer to the ground, that kind of stuff. All of that was honored in my list. And so I, I can't help but think that, as I said earlier, that's the lesson life is teaching me right now. That you have 
what you you dare to ask for like and you could you truly can kind of ask for the world and perhaps getting the world is actually possible and you don't have to compromise and sacrifice to the extent that other people would have you believe i think about one of the bloggers i follow cc Alyssa. She talks about how when she was younger and single, she would hear things like compromise and sacrifice and think that when she started dating that she took that way too literally. And she says that for something that goes against your core values, that's not a compromise, right? That's like being in a relationship that isn't aligned with who you are and that's not right. So there's a difference between, you know, a compromise that doesn't go against your core values and literally compromising your core values. And I think sometimes, especially as single women, especially as people in general, we are told to compromise on everything, including our core values to get that which we want. My life has changed when I realized that men don't settle and I could literally have what I want in life. I was looking at a, I was in a Facebook group and some people were asking for advice and advice from men And um, one man said, men don't settle, so why should you? And that really, really hit me. That really hit me because I realized that I don't know men to settle when it comes to dating. I know women settle when it comes to dating, but men don't settle. Men are always looking for, you know, they're always punching above their weight category. Like they're always looking for the best. Um, They're always going for what they actually want. They date the youngest if they can find the youngest. They date the prettiest if they can find the prettiest. They date the smartest. You never hear men saying, oh, you know, she's 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 okay. She's good. She's good for now. She'll do and I'll overlook all the faults. No. When a man finds a woman, you know that to him, she is the cat's meow. She is it. She has all the qualities. She They're not settling. But women are told to. So as I stop regaling you with the tales of my life and the wisdom that I've garnered this year, I'll end here and I'll say that as I con- as I continue to see the stuff on my vision board occur and become manifest and become alive in my life, I'm finally realizing that I can actually have everything that I want, that I could ask for what I want. And the universe and God may very well deliver. And that's okay. Thank you so much for tuning into the She Speaks podcast by The Great Canadian Woman. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite player so you don't miss a single episode. And if you love what we're doing here, we would be so appreciative if you could leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if you want to connect with today's guest or become a guest on the show yourself, head to thegreatcanadianwoman.ca forward slash podcast. Until next time, make waves, move mountains, and blaze trails.